everyone. Welcome to another brand new episode of Talking Point. Today, Exec Lifestyle brings you to the Reliance Broadcast Network Limited offices to have a chat with the dynamic CEO, Mr. Tarun Katyal. Hello and welcome to our show, sir. Uh, first of all, tell me, uh, how does it feel to be touted as one of the youngest CEOs in the industry? Really, for me, it doesn't really matter what age is and it really does matter what you come and do at work every single day. And it's a sense of uh, purpose, it's a sense of achievement, it's a sense of uh, being able to do something uh, worth worthwhile and uh, something worthwhile with your brand, something worthwhile with your time and something worthwhile with the platform that we've been able to create. Tell me, uh, do you uh, relate to more of the youngsters or freshers who are coming in the industry, who are working with you, maybe as interns, or do you relate to your seniors who have been before, your, you know, in your position before, who do you relate to more? I relate to both sides of the spectrum. Uh, I think young people add a certain amount of energy, a certain amount of youth, a certain amount of enthusiasm, a certain amount of cutting edge, innovative thought. They're not bogged down by, you know, experience, uh, and experience in a good and a bad way. But their ability to think afresh and ability to look ahead is fairly strong. On the other side, I think, uh, you know, I also believe in Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 hours and my seniors and, and people like that have a number of years behind them where they're able to think through situations, think through opportunities and think through challenges far more and, and I get to learn a lot from them too. 10 years back, 10, 15 years back, were you able to uh, visualize that you would be here uh, in this position? as a CEO? I don't really visualize too much about the past or the future and I tend to live in the present. And I guess the future unfolds itself and your ability to be able to deal with your present leads to a, you know, a stable mind and a good future. When you were in school or college, uh, what was your dream job at that point of time? I actually don't remember what my dream job then was because there were many dreams at that age, you have many dreams and many aspirations. But yeah, life has turned out fairly well. Your reasons for first uh, entering into advertising were? I think uh, you know the creative field excited me. I have a good balance of right and left brain, and I think uh, advertising gives you that opportunity of look, looking at the consumer, as well as looking at creative options of reaching out and communicating to him. So I think that's why the field, you know, both advertising as well as you know, media, excited me. You used to write as well. Yes. I just read somewhere that if not here, then you would be a writer. You would imagine yourself as a writer. Actually, if I wasn't here, I would be actually a, a teacher, and that's what I've, I've said many times that I would want to go and and you know work in a university and and do something, uh, giving more giving and more long term and more fulfilling. Uh, so yeah, I, I think you know, eventually maybe I will end up doing that. I teach on the side. I I, I taught in many institutes. I've taught at Pinecar. I've taught at ISB. And I regularly used to teach. So tell me what have been the highlights of your career? I think you know there are peaks and lows every single day uh, and I think you know you need to take them in your stride so I don't tend to live in the past and say oh you know that was a peak and that was a low I tend to live in the present and there have been some very good learning experiences over the last uh, you know few years and each of them uh, make you more richer and more, make you a better human being and, and that's my hope that it's going to continue like that. Each of my jobs, whether it's Star, whether it's Sony, whether it's uh, Big, uh, have been very enriching. Yeah. Working on KBC and Star, launching you know the entire Hindi lineup at Star Plus, working on Indian Idol, Jassi, and some of the other brands on Sony, Hain Gurukul, Kathrukhe Khiladi, 
and then establishing the 45 city radio network and now launching Ganga as well as Magic and having India's first cutting-edge comedy channel or the leading channel in Bhojpuri. Both of them have been big highlights. Well, when you compare your work with uh, Star and Sony and then you think of what you're handling right now, what are the major differences and how challenging has it been? I think each job and each role and each day is, it teaches you a new thing and you know makes you a better professional and I think you tend to grow as an individual and you know every day you have you learn from new experiences meet new people and yeah I don't compare one to the other I, I tend to look forward and you know want to build uh, from my experiences on a daily basis. What vision do you have forward for, for the brand itself now? Well, I think each of the brands have different vision for themselves so whether it's a big FM where we continue to differentiate and become more and more cutting edge and unique in the formats that we play, whether it's retro, whether it's uh, uh, CHR in, in different markets and you know build content that is uh, fairly unique and differentiated, whether it's magic where we want to be the ultimate comedy destination of this country, talking to uh, urban males and, and kids and whether it's Ganga, uh, which is uh, a well-established leader in the Bhojpuri uh, space and where we want to uh, bring more and more local insights into play and, and create a parochial pride for that region. We have always had this in India that, you know, it only caters to entertainment. Do you see that uh, in future that more serious content could be relayed through uh, radio? I think our radio business has the opportunity of working with unique formats and within the formats, uh, you know, we, we built a brand which adds to your life on a daily basis and that's why our whole positioning is around Suno Suna Life by now. And so it's not just about entertainment but it's about building the con building the consumer's life or adding to the consumer's life on a daily basis. I think uh, the format has uh, great opportunities to connect with uh, a larger sphere of people and what we're trying to do is we're trying to uh, connect cold music, retro music to the youth and that's our attempt over the next few years. Would you like to share something from your uh, like college or school day? Were you mischievous? Were you one of those like really good students who listened no, to the I teacher? I think I was, an, uh, I was like most of the <laughs> It's a combination of being mischievous when you have to and being studious when you have to. But I think it was a, you know, I, I had a lot of fun in my college days. I have a very good lot of friends and I think you know, for 20 years we've been together and we spent, we, we spent a whole day uh, marking our 20 years together last, you know, last year. And, uh, and we're still all very, very close to each other. We went back to college and we had lots of memories that we refreshed. You used to write and you are a voracious reader as well. So tell me what you're reading right now. I'm currently reading a book on gut feelings. Um, okay. It's a good introspective way of looking at how you feel about things and, and what you should and shouldn't do and how should you react to your gut. Who are your favourite authors? I read all sorts of people but um, the context of the book needs to be interesting. Um, I, in fiction I read a lot of John Grisham. I find him very intriguing and, and his books have a lot of twists and turns. It's, uh, it's interesting to read you know, how he goes about telling stories. But in non-fiction, I, I meet a wide variety of people. Being in a creative field, when you find that you are in a, in a, in a block, in a lockdown, how do you get out of it? How do you uh, motivate yourself? I think self-motivation is the best, best kind of motivation. I think, uh, you know, uh, to be able to introspect, to be able to look within and seeing what I can do better and what I'm doing currently, uh, and to be able to build your life uh, from your own mind is my mantra so really it's about 
you and nobody can help you better than yourself. So I, I do an introspective form of meditation called Vipassana and that's been really my cornerstone of my day-to-day -day belief and day-to-day -day, you know, expectation for life. How did you get inducted to it? Like who introduced you to Vipassana? You know, a family member, a distant family member introduced me to Vipassana about uh, 15 years ago, close to 12 years ago actually. And uh, ever since I've been meditating fairly regularly every morning. What is your ideal uh, quality time with your family like? It's difficult to balance work. I would honestly believe that I would, I could do with spending more time with my kids. But it is what it is. I'm a boy and a girl and yeah, we do different things. We go out swimming you know, on the weekends and that's the big thing we do. But I think they're fairly, you know, evolved for the young age that they are. And they How are, old are they? They're two and a half. We have a lot of good times in the evenings and on weekends together. I tend to feed them, I tend to read to them, I tend to you know, work with them on different games. So it's, it's interesting, it's a joy. You're also like a huge consumer of gadgets. What's your favorite gadget? One thing which you cannot live without? Oh. You know, most gadgets are apps now, they're not gadgets, gadgets, gadgets anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Most apps become gadgets for you. So there are enough apps on my, on my uh, iPad and my uh, phone which actually help me on day-to-day -day life. I, uh, I have a couple of apps, video apps, that I really uh, you know, work closely with and I, I like to you know, download a video through these apps. I have a paid app called Graboid, which I can't live without because I you download a lot of video and I, I tend to spend a lot of time with the weekends watching it. What would be your message to the upcoming generation who want to do something good for themselves? Yeah, for I think uh, there are three or four things that people must remember that they, they must believe in. Is one, success doesn't come easy there is no you know there's no quick fix available two i think uh, you know you've got to excel in anything you do there's no room for mediocrity especially no more and the level of compet competitiveness is very very high and lastly uh, you know do it with a selfless selfless purpose in life the more you believe that you have intangibles in a relationship uh, the longer the relationship will last